Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. I am back rolling solo today, and I've decided to uh, to speak about something that I get pretty fired up about, uh, more so out of frustration and the brokenness with this topic than anything else. Uh, I'll apologize in advance if I offend anybody, frustrate anybody, if I speak poorly or negatively about somebody or something that you appreciate or are interested in or practice yourself, uh, whatever that may be. So let's just dig right into, um, I'll just say it, I'm going to come right out and say uh, the reason that I decided to share with you today uh, my own voice is because motivation sucks. Uh, we hear that word all the time, motivation. Uh, we see hashtags regularly, hashtag campaigns on social media. Uh, people have made millions upon millions of dollars um, uh, on the topic of motivation. It's uh, led to some of the uh, greatest bestsellers uh, in terms of books and uh, articles are written day in and day out. Everybody's trying to put different spins on it. Some are okay, some are good, but all in all, motivation just sucks. And so today, I want to just dialogue a little bit with myself, uh, but really so you can hear my position on motivation and uh, some some better options out there. And so hopefully, uh, this is for the sales leader that is working with a team and you're trying to get that team to do a good job. Uh, it could be with a manager. It could be with the owner of a company that's trying to get their employees uh, to, uh, to accomplish some goal, to achieve more. I mean, we're getting close to the end of the year. And so maybe that's finishing really strong or finishing really well. Maybe you're already thinking about 2019, and so you're trying to figure out how you are going to light a fire underneath your team for the first time. Maybe you are an individual entrepreneur and you're thinking about motivating yourself, and so hopefully there are some things that you can take away, because a lot of what I'm going to talk about are things that I have to constantly remind myself of. This is not something that uh, I am... Um, uh, immune to. I fall into this a lot because I get really fired up and really excited about things. I mean, I, I want to rally. I want to get behind what's going on. I want to get excited. I want to uh, make some progress. Uh, I want to accomplish all kinds of crazy goals in my business. You know, there's just tons of stuff. So anyway, uh, let me dig right into why I say that motivation sucks. And then I'm going to give you uh, a few things that don't. So why motivation sucks and what doesn't. So <clears throat> when people hear motivation, um, well, I mean, what typically would come to mind if I was to ask you that question as you're listening right now? So just take a second and think about that. When you hear the word motivation, what is it that you think about? What is it that comes to mind? All right, that was enough awkward silence on a podcast. So uh, when when I hear the word motivation, I think of things like bonuses, incentives, uh, more money, maybe some extra time off, uh, maybe um, 
I don't know. There's all kinds of things, but probably more than anything, when I hear the word motivation, I think about super powered inspirational talk. I think about Yes Man with Jim Carrey. If you haven't seen that movie, it's awesome. You got to check it out. Uh, I think of um, Ben Affleck in the conference room with his new recruits in Boiler Room. Uh, I just think of uh, so many of those big inspirational talks. I think of guys like Tony Robbins and uh, Oprah and, oh man, already I just, it's poo-poo. Uh, sorry, those people aren't. There's a lot of good things that those people have contributed to society in different ways. And there's my disclaimer, but really it just all kind of sucks. Uh, the movies are good. Boy, the room was good. Um, but, um, but all in all that stuff just sucks. It just really sucks. And it sucks because motivation is really elusive. I mean, it just depends on the individual. And it depends on what makes them tick in the moment. So you can be super motivated. You can get people really fired up. You can get people really, really excited. You can inspire the living pants off of them. And then they go away. And it fades. I mean, why do you think people keep coming back for more motivation? Why do you think that people that keep keep buying more books? Why why do you think that uh, the next motivational book is the new bestseller? It's like, didn't you already hear this enough? And it's because it just doesn't get to the root of the problem. So why does motivation suck? Well, definitely because it's elusive, but but. Uh, let me get a little bit more into that for a second. The problem is, is too often motivation is used as a substitute for what you should be doing. Motivation is used because the leader, the manager, the owner, they just don't know how to get their people to do what it is, what it is they want them to do. And then, more so even than that, motivation just sucks because it's external. And you know as well as I do that the only way that we will truly ever change is if we change from the inside. I mean, like we have to internally believe deeply in something if we're going to get after it and do it. I mean, think about all of the different areas of your life. How many times... Have you tried to lose weight or get in shape or change a behavior uh, because, uh, and you've used all kinds of externally motivated factors, eventually they just fade away. It's because there's something deep down inside of you and me that's broken uh, that we need to fix if we're going to actually accomplish what it is we want to accomplish. So again, I just say motivation sucks. Look, we're all motivated. The problem is, is we aren't all motivated about the same things. And so if you're a leader and you're trying to motivate people to do what you want them to do, you may be pissing up a rope. I just don't know how else to say that because you may be getting them to try and do something that they don't want to do. And that's a much bigger problem. 
And so you may say to yourself already, okay, like I get it. You think that motivation sucks and it doesn't work and it's all external. So then what do you do? Because you can't just give up. You want to achieve goals. You want to get people to grow, to do better, to accomplish. And so what you need to do as a leader is you need to understand why people, your people, why your people do the things that they do. Like, why do they care? What is it that they really want to do? I'll get into this in a little bit, but you're hearing a lot of people lately talk about doing what you love. You should only do what you love. Um, You should love what you do um, or go do what you love. And there's so much truth to that. Sometimes it's it's gotten overabused, but there's so much truth to that because at the end of the day, the only way that I'm going to sustain and do the hard things because success is, is difficult, achievement and accomplishment is difficult. And so the only way that I'm going to do those things is if I believe in what it is I want to do. So you have got to, you have got to understand why your people do what they do. And so again, you ask yourself another question, hopefully, how do I get to the why? And then even more so, how can you align what you want to do with what they want to do? How do you get your two whys aligned? Okay, so there's a couple of things here that are that are extremely important around this, like how do you get to the why? First is you need to understand people are motivated. Now, this is not everybody in your organization. You have people that are just there to collect a paycheck, um, even though they they do have some, they have a why, they have some motivation, um, but there are definitely anomalies to this. But all in all, your people are not lazy. Your people don't wish to be disengaged, but they are. Because we haven't given them something or haven't given them something to do to engage them. We haven't tapped into them. We've tried to get them to do what we want them to do. And those are two different things. I mean, we need to realize that people want to thrive. People want to flourish. People want to be successful. People want to be recognized. So if people want to thrive and want to be successful and want to achieve and they're not, I mean, why, right? Why is that? So if we've understood that people want to be motivated, but we're not sure um, why they're not within our organization or with on our team or whatever it may be, you need to then dig a little bit deeper and you need to think about um, people's specific needs. You need to think about... Um, you need to think about something like uh, Maslow's law. And so I'm not an expert in this. Um, don't ask me too many questions. You can Google it. Maslow, M-A-S-L-O, Maslow's law. Um, but um, Maslow's law, really Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's this theory in psychology um, comprising these f- uh, five tiers of this triangle or pyramid uh, and, uh, and and they're based kind of on the, the foundation, the things that are absolute necessities kind of before you you build up. And so at the bottom, these aren't necessarily things uh, that um, 
that you have control over uh, uh, for your people. But it's uh, he classifies them as basic needs. The, the base level is a physiological needs, food, water, warmth, rest. So definitely uh, you, um, you giving somebody a paycheck, offering somebody a paycheck, um, you're, you're meeting some, helping them to meet some of those needs, but that, you know, those are basic needs. Obviously we all want those things. Uh, next tier up there are safety needs so around security and safety. Um, and again, yeah, you can have some effect, but not, not a ton. Um, but then getting into the third tier and beyond, uh, the third tier is belongingness and love needs. So this is around uh, intimate relationships and friendships. So as I think about organizations and teams, a lot of this has to do with culture. It has to do whether the, or not they feel good about where they uh, where they work. And um, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about uh, the benefits to a healthy culture in the workplace. Um, you will notice, and I'm sure you can find studies on because I've seen some statistics in the past, that an employee that has a, um, a positive view of their environment, a positive view of their workplace, they like where they work, they have good relationships, deep relationships, and friendships are typically going to be less apt to constantly be pushing uh, the, the financial conversation. Not that they don't want to make more money, not that you should not pay them what they're worth. Uh, you absolutely should. But people that are happy where they work are less apt to constantly be asking for more and more when I'm not satisfied with where I am, more is always going to be financial. Give me more money. So if you want to curb some of that, that's a great, that's a great area to, uh, to, to work on is belongingness and love needs. Those, those relationships, the culture of the place that you work, the culture of the team environment that you're in, um, Again, we can we can we can get into that um, uh, much more, but I just don't have the time today, and you probably don't want to listen to me talk about something that I only half know what I'm talking about because um, I am not a psychologist. Okay, um, uh, and I said physiological. I meant psycho uh, psychological needs. By the way, that's his uh, second grouping, which belongingness and love needs comes into first, um, and then. The fourth tier, uh, again, still in the psychological needs, these are esteem needs. So prestige and a feel, a feelings of accomplishment. So again, as you think about people's why, as you think about satisfying people's needs, um, you do need to give them a feeling of accomplishment. Uh, when I coach salespeople and when I uh, consult and coach sales leaders and even owners, uh, this is one reason that I always try and um, I always try and create small goals that people can continuously achieve. Because when people are regularly achieving and achieving on a consistent basis, they are more apt to continue moving in the right direction to growth and uh, and and pushing for. Um, uh, pushing for uh, for uh, larger goals and uh, larger accomplishments, and so people want to feel uh, like they've accomplished things. They want to feel they want to be recognized um, for that. So those things are extremely important as you think about somebody's why. You've got to align when you're asking them what to do. When you're asking them to do certain things for you, you need to make sure that you're addressing. Um, how it aligns to people's desire to to accomplish, uh, to feel uh, recognized for their accomplishments, and, um, and and this is important, you know, in people's why. Okay, 
Uh, and then the last one in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I didn't think I was going to be going this deep into his um, uh, hierarchy here because, again, I'm not an expert, but these are extremely important and things that uh, we want to consider. Um, so the last one, the top of the pyramid, it, he calls self-actualization, and that's a self-fulfillment need, right? That's achieving your full potential. And that includes, and this is what's, uh, this can be really critical. This includes meeting creative needs. And so uh, this doesn't always mean that everybody's going to be an artist, but it means that we want to tap into people's creativity when at all possible. Um you know, there's a there's a lot of people that are in very task centric, task driven roles within an organization, and you're trying to motivate them. It's funny to me, uh, even when I think of a salesperson, uh, most of the metrics uh, and expectations that are given to salespeople are very task driven, right? Uh, make this phone call, set this appointment, um, close this deal. Like those are check marks. Uh, when in reality, uh, that can be very demotivating. Uh, and uh, one reason why, when you are incenting activity or strictly activity, um, it's just it's just destructive to a salesperson. Uh, and so, think about ways that you can incent. Uh, or incite creativity from the people on your team. Um, make sure that you are allowing them to get to that creative side of their brain. Come up with ideas. Come up with strategies. Think through new processes. Uh, rebuild old programs. There's a lot that you can do there that will help to encourage people to want to accomplish ultimately what you want them to accomplish, which in an organization that typically ends up being more profitability, right? Growth of revenue, a reduction in expenses. So as we think about getting to the why, to people's why, uh, which again is so critical uh, as we talk about motivation or the suckiness of most motivation that's out there. And I love the fact that I keep using the word sucky and suckiness and it's just such a terrible word. But um, anyway, it just it is what it is. I started using it, so I'm just going to keep going with it. Um, so, so the why is extremely important. Okay, so uh, I've you know kind of shared with you to this point why I think motivation sucks, uh, and then getting to the why, uh, a person's why. But let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's dig deeper into um, a little bit into um, how you can align what you want with what they want. Because in an organization or on a team, ultimately, as the leader, you want people to be on your ship. You want people to um, to align with, with your desires, with your goals. So, uh, an, uh, one way to do that is to take time to discover what your people love. Um, it, people, it, 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 it's very easy for people to do what they love. Um, if you love something, oftentimes you will do it without any need for external reward, without any need for external motivation. Um, there, there are a lot of things that are important there. One thing for me that I absolutely love is I love, I love to, uh, when I coach somebody uh, that uh, the light bulb, I see the light bulb click on. 
So much so that I've been in situations before where I've been in a consultation right before somebody pays me. I've been in a consultation with somebody and I've seen the light bulb come on and like I just I have to work with them to the point where I need to be careful about just not offering to do it for free because uh, I just so badly want to help them to continue to uh, or for that light bulb to continue shining. Um, but there's there's a lot of things there, right? Um, um, if you if you love physical activity and you love to run, um, you don't have to motivate people to get up out of bed in the morning and go run. They're gonna do that. But if you hate running, um, you're not gonna start because you love to do it. It, it, it's not going to be uh, internally or intrinsically motivating to you. That's just not the way that that works. Um, so, so, so you need to dig deep. You need to take time with your people. You need to, to get to know them, to learn what they care about. It's so surprising to me that, the, that when I go into uh, coaching an organization, uh, there are often times that I spend time with an employee and I learn just the most phenomenal things about them that are not tapped into. And then I go back and I share that with the leader or the owner and they're surprised. They had no idea that that was what was so important to them. Um, and there are a lot of factors as to why that ends up happening, but you really need to dig deep, take time uh, as a sales leader you should have weekly meetings with your with your uh, teammates or with your with your sales team, and it's not just about checking in on their stats. It's about getting to know them. It's about digging deep, understanding day in and day out what makes them tick, what they love, right? And then, secondly, and this is uh, maybe this is this is actually probably greater than uh, even than what they love, and that's discovering what they value. So when you're doing something that um, that aligns directly with what you value, I mean, you are just firing on all cylinders, right? When you uh, do something that's really important to you, it it brings this sense of meaning to your work, to your effort, to your output. And you just feel like you are in the flow, right? I mean, that's just such a great feeling to have. And so you need to understand what it is your team values as individuals. What is it? What, what, where are their deep seated beliefs? Where are their, um, um, like what makes them tick? What, what do they care more about than anything else in this world? And if you can tap into those things, ultimately you will. You will get people to align with where you want them to go. Or they're going to end up getting off your bus and going somewhere else. And that's okay too, right? That, that, that's totally fine. If you can't get people to align with where you want them to go, then they're not a good fit for your team, probably. Maybe you need to change some of your values and um, what you love and your goals. Uh, but ultimately, um, it's okay for them to, 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 to go somewhere else. But, but you got to figure that out. And you just can't think that they're just lazy or they're not motivated. Um, they are. They just not be, may not be motivated with what it is you want them to be motivated with. So as I wrap up, uh, on this idea of sucky motivation, why I think it sucks, and 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 how to uh, to do it differently. Hopefully, I've I've helped you to uh, to see that. 
I I want to uh, I want to just talk about two things uh, that to to finish up just to remind you of kind of where I started and and, and why I'm at the point I'm at as it relates to motivation. Um, motivation sucks because all too often we're looking for a quick fix. I get it. You want numbers now. You want sales now. You want revenue now. You want efficiency now. You want productivity now. The problem is, is you should not inlo- unload those expectations onto your people if you have not given them the right things to go after. If you have not helped to align their love, their values, their why with where you want them to go. There's a lot of other things that you may not have done at this point either, but, um, but don't look for a quick fix. Don't default to sucky motivation. You do not, please hear me say this, you do not need to hire another motivational speaker to come into your organization or association. You don't need to go to another conference that is all about rah-rah, because guess what? You're going to end up in the same place you are right now, and, and that would be dissatisfied, likely. What you need to do is you need to find somebody. If you want someone to come in from the outside to speak into your team or your organization, you need to find somebody that will help you get to the why and then connect that to a plan that will practically uh, practically work out in such a way that you get to where you want them to go, right? That also means don't provide sucky, motivating Uh, external rewards, and don't impose a bunch of ridiculous pressure on people when there's misalignment. People will end up hating it and hating you. And I know that's, that's not what you want. So at the end of the day, my encouragement to you as I wrap up my why motivation sucks and what doesn't, let me just once again say to you, quit looking for external factors to motivate your people. Dig deep into what's important to them, what they care about, what they need, what they want, what they desire. And if you determine that you can that you can align that to where you're going, then invest into them as much as you possibly can. And if not, it's time for them to find another place to be. With that, thanks so much. So appreciative of Uh, every one of you that listens to this podcast. I've been getting great response uh, from some of my individual episodes, definitely my guests. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, if you want to hear more about uh, the mindset of somebody that's been successful uh, in your circle or sphere, or maybe somewhere out there in in the marketplace or the industry, shoot me a note. You can email me. uh, You can find me on social LinkedIn, Instagram, and let me know who you think would be a great guest for the podcast. And lastly, I would appreciate you hopping on iTunes and leaving a positive review if this has helped you in any way, whether this episode or one of the previous ones that does well uh, to uh, allow exposure for the podcast. And also it gives me good ideas as to what's working and what doesn't. So with that, I hope you have a great day. I hope you're able to use some of this stuff to lead your team well or lead yourself well. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.